Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and Reed. Check this out. This is the Rip and Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Stats are in, Justin Ellick. And it's not just your peeps heading to Boca Raton. No, no, no. Jews uh, deciding uh, they're safer in Boca Raton, Florida, than in the most Jewish of all cities here in New York City, other than those cities in uh, Israel itself. Uh, It's not just Jews. It's Gentiles, too. Let me give you the stats. Simply put... 545,000 New Yorkers left New York State in 2022, headed for Florida, Texas, and to parts unknown. We'll break that down for you momentarily. But now, what are some of the reasons? Well, we know quality of life, high crime, taxes, bad schools. We could go on and on and on. But also, we have been told uh, by the dominant party in New York State and in New York City, to basically get the hell out of here, right? If if you're not with them, then leave. Remember right before the battle with Congressman Zeldin for the governorship, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb decided to rally her troops because they were fading on her, and she decided the best way to do that was to tell all Republicans to get on the Greyhound bus head down to Florida so that on their way back, the Greyhound bus could bring the illegal aliens that have been pouring in ever since. The fate of democracy in this country. That's what we're fighting for, my friends. We are fighting for democracy. We're fighting to bring government back to the people and out of the hands of dictators. And we're here to say that the era of Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro, just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town. Get out of town. Because you, re- you don't represent our values. Yeah, well, uh, Florida continues to be the most popular state uh, to join an exodus to, even though uh, the uh, ability to get flood insurance, property insurance, car insurance uh, has just skyrocketed. Land is no longer as available, except if you go past Pensacola and the Panhandle towards the border in Alabama. you got to go west. Uh, cost of living is skyrocketing there, but it doesn't matter. People, the number one choice of the exodus uh, is still Florida. And then I, I see that, is this true? Say it ain't so, wrong way, um, wrong way, excuse me. Wrong way, Rafino. I don't even want to say your first name because you didn't even show up at at our gathering against the migrant invasion in the Rockaways. We're going to get into that in the next segment. Even though you're right there. You could have fell right off your bar stool and been right there. There was a Knights of Columbus that had a bar right there attached to it. Oh, wrong way, 
Rafino couldn't show up. But anyway, I digress. So remember Andrew Evil Eyes Cornwall? He was here yesterday. In fact, he was doing the podcast. It was at Suzanne Miller, right? Who does the real estate report. And I saw his Facha Bruta up on the screen and I said, where, where is this guy? I want to strangle him. Andrew Evelines Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I, listening intently as he does on our FM station, WLIR, which reaches the East End where he is, hit the mattresses and is stirring the marinara sauce in the Southampton compound of his brother Fredo with a muscle between both ears, Chris Cuomo. So yeah, Michael Corleone, a.k.a. Andrew Cuomo, and naturally their thug, their leg breaker, their political wartime consigliere, Joe Pacoco, who just got out of doing six years uh, in a federal camp for political corruption. So they're mulling their comeback. So apparently he snuck in and snuck out without talking to anybody here. Because, hey, I wanted to give him a piece of my mind, right, Andrew Evelice Cuomo? Remember what he said uh, years ago before Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb? Remember when he told all of us who didn't support him to get the hell out of town? Are they these extreme conservatives who are right to life, a poor assault weapon, anti-gay? Is that who they are? Because if that's who they are, and if they are the extreme conservatives, they have no place in the state of New York so this, because that's not who New Yorkers are. So he basically told all of us to leave if we didn't agree with him. And guess what? New Yorkers are listening, especially Republicans, independents, moderate Democrats, and right-to-lifers and Second Amendment uh, gun bearers because the number of New Yorkers moving to Texas surpassed 30,000 for the very first time, Andrew Evil Ice Cuomo. The next time you come here, right, why don't you walk through the hallway, see what kind of greeting you get instead of hiding, hermetically sealed in our podcast booth. And then, of course, there's uh, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who hates white people with a passion, calls them crackers, and said two years ago, essentially, hipsters, millennials, who are almost all white, you need to go back to where you were. Uh, you originally were birthed and came from. Go back to Iowa. You go back to Ohio. New York City belongs to the people that was here and made New York City what it is. So I guess you welcome people from Mauritania, Mali, the Sudan, Chad. You welcome people from Venezuela, El Salvador. You welcome people from Guatemala, Mexico. You welcome people from all over the world except can I hear that one more time, Lou? Because apparently if you're an American and you've come here, he wants you to go back. Go back to Iowa. You go back to Ohio. New York City belongs to the people that was here and made New York City what it is. Let me straighten you out, Eric Adams. Swagger man with no plan. Mayor of the illegal aliens who calls white people crackers. Uh, the least popular choices were, in fact, mark this down, Justin Alec, Iowa, where there are more pigs than people. Montana, where there are more buffalo than people. Wyoming, uh, where there are more antelope than people. Mississippi, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I, the most impoverished state, and South Dakota. They're not going there. 
Sorry, I know you want all the white people to leave Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. That's why you're shoving illegal aliens into predominantly white neighborhoods, what you call cracker neighborhoods, and neighborhoods that voted Republican. They voted for me over you for mayor. They voted for Zeldin over crime wave Kathy Holcomb. And so this is your retaliation. Look, I think that... Dove Hyken says it best. I mean, remember, former Democrat, friend of Eric Adams, served in the state legislature. He said it best. New York is a freaking mess. Could I hear that one more time? People are leaving. People are unhappy with the situation. Everyone I talk to, if they're not leaving, Sid, they want to leave. They want to get out. They don't see a future. And look, uh, Adams is the mayor. It's his responsibility to figure it out. That's right. Except he's too busy taking a victory lap, even though he hasn't won the race. Our work is not complete. We are taking a victory lap, but we have not won the race. You're right. Not enough white people are going back to Iowa. Can I hear that one more time? A shout out of Eric Adams here. Our work is not complete. No, no. The shout out to Iowa, please. Shout out to go Iowa. Go back to Iowa. You go back to Ohio. New York City belongs to the people that was here and made New York City what it is. Could you, uh, could you, Justin Alec, have uh, James Flippin report to City Hall that the least popular choice for people, crackers, leaving uh, the city is Iowa? That they really knew, need to do something about that to encourage more people to go back to Iowa where there are more pigs than people. Up next, what happened last night in the Rockaways where wrong way Rafino was missing in action, but Sid Rosenberg was standing strong side by side with me at the Knights of Columbus Hall on Beach 90th Street in the heart of the Irish Riviera. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Why is everybody always picking on me? That's him on his knees. I know that's him. Getting seven come eleven down in the boys' gym. Charlie Brown. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. He's so kind, so gracious to give members of the Fourth Estate, the media, one press conference a week where they can all answer, actually ask off-topic questions. So nice of him. All right, enough of that song. Uh, no, Mladen, right? You should be happy, right? Oh, okay, James Slippin', yeah. Once a week you get to ask off-topic questions. Naturally, everybody wants to know about what he said about a month ago how the illegal aliens that he is invited in will be destroying New York City. This issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. Now we're getting people from all over the globe have made their minds up that they're going to come through the southern part of the border and come into New York City. Schmuck punched because you invited him in. Do you quickly forget you rolled out the royal red carpet treatment better than any other city in the United States? That's number one. Number two, uh, the big issue is he set up all the tents in Floyd Bennett Field. Going to give you an update momentarily uh, because he has a strategy. And unfortunately, those um, who are trying to counter that politicians have failed miserably. 
Uh, and I had to straighten a lot of people out yesterday and put them on the shelf. We'll get to that momentarily. But uh, the mayor yesterday had to acknowledge he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. So he wants uh, some advice. Can we do a roundtable, Deputy Mayor, with those who have great ideas that we, that think they know how to solve this problem? Because we know we're doing what other cities aren't doing. And so I'm open to have folks come in the room with their ideas of how they solve having uh, 2,500 people in some days, some days 4,000 a week. Uh, and so let's do that. Let's bring in all the groups and organizations and tell them to come in prepared to do a working group. Okay, I'm prepared. Look, I've helped uh, close eight migrant centers, eight notches in our belts in preventing him from uh, – uh, continuing the invasion into our city, potentially uh, at a time when the, the terrorists are amongst those uh, illegal aliens. We'll get to that momentarily. I'd be more than happy to come in and say what has been said here on WABC on a regular basis by our owner-operator John Katsimatidis, myself and others, Rikers Island. Plenty of room on Rikers Island. There are empty wings and tiers that haven't been used. A little bit of rehab, so you would have the indoor facilities. You could put up plenty of tents. There's lots of acreage. One way in, one way out into Steinway Street, Astoria. They all stay there for six months. They get properly vetted for criminal backgrounds in their country of origin. Or while they've been here, they get all their vaccinations. They get medical checkups. They don't get a chance to leave the island. Everything will be provided for them there. And then if they pass muster, then uh, in six months' time, and they can go out and seek employment. I think that's a fair compromise. It's been proposed before. Uh, and yet the mayor uh, just doesn't even want to consider it. So uh, consider me. Uh, Justin, can you call up uh, City Hall and say Curtis Lee was ready to come in and make that presentation that has been said by many, many others before. And then, of course, uh, he likened it to uh, Thanksgiving Day and how generous he's been to his own extended family. I don't know how to get this any clearer. Uh, when you are out of room, that means you out of you're out of room. You know, every year my relatives show up for Thanksgiving and they want to all sleep at my house. You know, it's no more room. That's where we are right now. We are out of room now. They can't judge them because on his brownstone at Lafayette Avenue and Bed-Stuy do or die, uh, there are two uh, empty apartments, the basement that he claimed he lived in, he never did, uh, and then the third floor. The other two floors are occupied by his relatives. Uh, but, again, it's been cited for rats. He's got to go back into court, $300 fine again. And his, his brownstone is the source of the rats, on that block, and remember that horrible murder of the young white guy and his girlfriend coming from their wedding by that crazed black maniac? Remember stabbing him repeatedly on the ground? That's just a block away on Lafayette Avenue, Malcolm X Boulevard, a block away at the bus stop. So that's an unsafe neighborhood uh, with a rat problem. I don't know if any of his relatives are going to be coming anytime soon there. <laughs> and then he had to answer. To all these vacate orders by fire marshals uh, and fire wardens, which has become a a nightmare for City Hall because it has helped us clear out eight, counted eight migrant centers all over the city. 
and we are prepared to push it and utilize it more to stop this invasion that Eric Adams has welcomed. The fire department can tell you that within 30 days you have to correct a problem. You know, no one is going to be placed in a location that has a life-threatening issue. You know, so, so if the fire department comes in, as in any other place or the department buildings, they say you have X number of days to correct. If you don't correct it, they do a vacay order. If the fire department tells us we have to vacate, we're gonna we're not gonna break the law. We're gonna follow the law. And so, what we are concerned about is that we're going to run out of places, and people are you're going to start to see people sleeping on the streets. Does he not realize we have American homeless sleeping on the streets here in the city? Justin and Ella, can you refer Fabian Levy, uh, you know, his flunky, his sycophant, Toddy and Lackey, who he's elevated to a deputy mayor position to give him more schedule, that I post every day video and pictures of African-Americans who are American cities who are sleeping in the streets of New York City. This guy has no idea. He is so illegal alien centric that he has forsaken his own constituents, particularly his own African-American community who elected him mayor, and many of whom are veterans. Americans sleeping in the streets of New York City each and every day and night. And he actually is oblivious to that. And then he talks about, oh, all of his accomplishments. You know, he's puffing out his chest. He's done nothing about nothing except to encourage this crisis by inviting in illegal aliens. In over 50 years, I never thought I would say this again, but I'm going to say it now. Eureka. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we've been trying to say. I mean, what is it going to take before people understand what outer room means? Yes, we're placing people in conditions that are unfair for migrants, and it's unfair for New York City taxpayers. That's what we've been trying to say over and over again, and we're doing it like no other municipality. No other municipality is accomplishing what we have accomplished. Yeah. Yeah, screwing uh, our citizens. We got to pay the bill. Leaving African Americans out into the streets to survive in the subways and in the parks. Yeah, you know, this this guy is truly incompetent, completely incompetent. You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in a city to live in. This is what we need to recognize. We do universally. We do. Look at this Siena College poll. Every major group now, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, males, females, straights, gays, elderly, uh, middle-aged, young, middle-class, wealthy, poor, they all now agree that this illegal alien situation that you have encouraged, that you encouraged a year ago, is, is going to destroy our city. And you are not doing jack diddly squat anything to stop it other than to say there's nothing I can do but now to put up more tents. And then it's like he's got to give us a lesson that there are there's the fork in the road and there are two roads to travel. One school of thought states you can come from anywhere on the globe and come to New York and we are responsible on taxpayers' limited resources to take care of you for as long as you want. 
food, shelter, clothing, washing your sheets, everything, medical care, uh, psychological care, for as long as you want. And it's on New York City taxpayers' dime. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's play cut five here. Let's play cut five here because apparently he has failure of memory that he is the one who broadcasts to the world that if you come to New York City, you're going to get everything free. Let's have immediate translation services to assist that people can have access to the services that are already available. We have to expand uh, NYC care to make sure everyone has health care. We need to make sure we have proper translation services in our schools so that we can start building out the future as well. We are going to fulfill our moral and legal obligation to house everyone that enters uh, New York City. Um, that is what we have done, and that is what we will continue to do. Yeah. <laughs> you told the whole world, come to New York City. You're going to get everything free. You called Abbott a racist because he was putting him on buses, pounding the hound to New York City, which you're so proud is a sanctuary city in name only, as Hochul is the state in name only. There is no legislation that states that. But what's that second uh, road? What's that second fork in the road there, Eric Adams? We agree with overwhelming number of New Yorkers that believe our hearts are huge, but our resources are not endless. Oh, now. Now you believe that because the polls indicate that everybody's against your illegal alien invasion plan that is going to destroy our city. Now, your typical politician, Democrats or Republicans, they lick their fingers, stick it up in the wind, whichever way the wind is going. That's why I say, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot trust politicians. Look at the craziness in the House of Representatives with Republicans like uh, Mike Lawler that I've heard here who took a picture with Jamal Bowman. Uh, a male member of the DSA, the only male member permitted to be with AOC, right? He must have must have been castrated like a capon, like a gelding. And he's taking a picture smiling, and then he tells Sid Rosenberg, my only mistake was I was smiling. They can't even pick a speaker. We're going to trust politicians, Democrats, and Republicans? And that brings us to last night. Wrong way, Rafino apparently was at the wrong gin mill and not at the Knights of Columbus on Beach 90th Street in the heart of the Irish Riviera, where we address the Rockaway communities, people from Breezy Point, the ponds at Bell Harbor, Rockaway, Rockaway Beach, Bell Harbor, about the problems that are now going to take place now that Eric Adams, full speed ahead, spending our money at a furious pace with the support of Hochul and Biden to put now multiple tents on runway 19 in Floyd Benefield. And they've done that. And they know how to do it. And I've told everybody before, they know how to do it. They know how to do it expeditiously. And they're going to put illegal aliens in there. So last night, I had to put the politicians on the shelf. I had to put this uh, Joanne Ariola, this Republican. Who does she think she is? Now she has demonstrations. She was calling for 24-hour demonstrations. Just in her first demonstration, had 25 people and there were 50 cops. City Hall's laughing. Look at those crackers out there. They're defeated. Now they have another demonstration today from like six to What are you out of your minds? The city of New York has said that they're going to send women and children, 500 of them, 
So you want to be seen as demonstrating against William, women and children. Oh, that's a great photo op, right? Just plays into the hands of your critics who are going to call you white crackers. Not in my backyard. You don't even want women and children. Why? Are you stupid? But then again, Joanne Ariola may well be doing the work of Eric Adams because, hey, that's exactly what he wants. So how about we just see who it is they bring in to the tents and Floyd Benefield first. Stop with the demonstration. Stop this nonsense. Let's reorganize. Uh, let's get the boots on the ground. Let's have a plan. And that's what I laid out yesterday. Politicians stay in your lane. Lawyers did not even show up to indicate what their their court case was. I got vertical. It was being described to me. Now, look, it, it, they went to court in Staten Island to file against having tents in Floyd Manor Field that everybody knows is in Brooklyn. Then somehow it ended up in federal court, kicked back to Brooklyn, where it should have been to begin with, to be adjudicated sometime today. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got vertical. Lawyers, politicians, stay out of my way. I'm leading the rebel effort. If you want to hear what we're going to do tomorrow, round two in Brooklyn, Sid and I will be hosting another town hall meeting on the migrant mess at Floyd Menifee from the Brooklyn side at the Knights of Columbus Hall, right on the corner of Quentin Road and Nostrand Avenue, not far from Madison High School. And yes, where Sid Rosenberg grew up on Bedford Avenue. This is the Riffin' Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the end, beautiful friend. This is the end. What did I say? What did I say, Justin Ellick, to all your peeps? The BB to the Israeli Defense Forces. Clock is, clock is ticking. It's over. Right? And I tell you, you had, what? Two weeks. So now you're paralyzed. The whole world is starting to turn against you. Americans... The crazies are turning against you, the self-hating Jews and others. And I want you to listen to the Secretary General of the United Nations yesterday. Some Portuguese name, right, a guy, Gutierrez. Actually, he was the head of the Socialist Party in uh, Portugal. Why am I not surprised? Let me hear what he has to say. It is important to also recognize the attacks by Hamas did not happen in a vacuum. The Palestinian people have been subjected to 56 years of suffocating occupation. They have seen their land steadily devoured by settlements and plagued by violence, their economy stifled, their people displaced, and their homes demolished. Their hopes for a political solution to their plight have been vanishing. So the Secretary General of the United Nations justified the terrorist organization Hamas, the ruling government of Gaza, to come in and commit a pogrom against Jewish people in South Israel to continue to fire rockets as they do every day. By the way, you have to ask yourself, Mossad and Shimbet 
had no idea that they had deep buried in the bowels of Gaza all these rockets. I mean, come on, sleep at the wheel like we were in our own 9-11. And then this guy, the head of the World Organization, basically justifies terrorism. So Jews, once again, you stand alone. I'm going to tell you what to do, as I've been telling you for two weeks. The Palestinian uh, supporters are turned out in the street. Apparently today they're walking out of Columbia and they're walking out of NYU. I would hit them with a Hamas tax. That's right. You're pro-Hamas? Let's hit that endowment. Let's see. Columbia University has a $10 billion endowment. NYU, a $4 billion endowment. They buy up all these properties that are on the city uh, tax rolls, and then they become uh, nonprofit. They make money off for it. They add to their endowment, which means less money for the city, less cops to provide safety because of all the pro-Palestinian students that they put out into the street, including Jews for Hamas, Jews for Palestinians, Jews for justice. So hit them with a Hamas tax, huh? Let's take the gloves off. This is absolutely crazy. And again, we're going to see more of that. And I already have the feel, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I'm the street smart guy here. I feel the terrorists are here amongst us. I see them going up and down the streets, the sidewalks. They're on their mini bikes. They're on their Vespas. They're on their e-bikes. Many of them are from countries where there are active ISIS and Al-Qaeda units. They're scoping us. Just like Black Lives Matter and Al-Qaeda did in the summer of 2020 when they were roaming the streets, scoping out locations during the day and then looting them and shooting at night. Same thing. Domestic terrorists, Black Lives Matter, which has become big, large mansions and Antifa, they're still at it. Now aided and abetted because they support ISIS, Al-Qaeda, Hamas, Islamic Jihad and the enemies of all Jews and Israel. So that's why we especially, uh, Ramsey Monsters, back to blue ceremony today and the programming all day long, will reemphasize how, first and foremost, before anything the police do, they keep us safe and secure from the many terrorists who are amongst us, who've been allowed to come in by Biden, Hochul, and Adams. And I know they're there. And we got to depend on the counterterrorism units of not just the NYPD, of most of these police departments in our tri-state area to do the intel, to get the information, and to stop them before they become suicide bombers or worse, follow up on the acts in 93 and 9-11. Because they're amongst us. They're amongst us and they continue to pour over the border And our elected officials, all of them, have forsaken us.